gives you two choices when it throws everything at you. You can let it swallow you whole or you take those lemons. And as the old saying goes, you turn it into sweet, delicious lemonade. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. Welcome to Lemonade. I'm your host, Elizabeth O'Neill, and I'll be sharing the incredible stories from inspiring people who've turned the hardest times in their life, their lemons into lemonade. Because let's be real, we all want to know how they did it, the lessons they learnt, and what life is like sipping limoncello on the other side. Let's get juicing. Hello guys and welcome to this week's episode of the Midweek Squeeze. I hope you're all staying safe and well and healthy as possible and staying indoors. Um, yes, I'll <laughs> Pardon? want you to help me have you okay come and say hello so as you can just hear I am obviously always waving to me hi darling I am at home recording which is what I usually do but usually I record these when my son is at kinder but that's not happening right now so I thought in the interest of keeping it real I'm just going to record in my kitchen with my son playing and falling over are you okay Okay, so yeah, that, um, anyway, we'll see how this goes, I might have to re-record this, but we'll see, um, it'll depend on how much I can be bothered. Anyway, I hope, as I said, I hope you're all keeping well and healthy and isolation isn't driving you all too insane. Um, we're keeping pretty busy, we're trying to do things like yoga, Ollie's loving this YouTube channel called Cosmic kids yoga and he did that this morning and it's yoga poses through storytelling so it's really cool and he was super engaged in it and just wanted to keep doing more and more and more videos which can only be an amazing thing and they practice mindfulness in it pardon beautiful it had a troll in it yeah and I could see him really focusing on that and staying really mindful and present as well as doing the poses and being engaged in the story that was told so I highly suggest that we also try and get out on our scooters each day or go for a walk of some you know get out in some fresh air and I guess just also trying to keep as busy as possible and our minds active with things like puzzles and as I've said before on here and painting and just anything that's going to mix up our day a little bit and of course that's interspersed between me having to do a lot of work from home and him just having to play with himself which is actually he's really incredible at playing by himself so I'm very very fortunate for that so for the for this week's midweek squeeze and I'm apologetic that it is a day late my episode my interview episode was a day late as well because the whole file corrupted on Sunday night and I just thought, what, right, whatever. I'm just going to surrender to it, redo it again on Monday and release it on Tuesday. I doubt that it made a difference to anybody's lives, especially considering we're all so out of whack at the moment. No one's catching public transport. No one's in their normal routine. So I thought, eh, it'll be fine. Uh, and I hope you liked listening to Kirsty's one. I love that one. I think it's so, I learned so much about parenting my son and keeping both of us help, healthy through Kirsty's recommendations. And we have her fermented coconut yogurt cultures and her fermented apple juice. And it's delicious. And I incorporate that in our diet every single day which is really good for your gut health and especially for our little bubs you know keeping their gut health is so 
um, so important and something that we never even knew to do, I guess, when we were kids and when our parents were kids, but we're so much more informed now. So there's so many easy things you can do, like just incorporating this fermented apple juice into your child and your diet as well. Um, and that'll make a huge difference. Anyway, so the, yeah, so then this one is late as well by day because I just... Basically, I was really uninspired and couldn't think of anything interesting to speak about. And I just thought, well, in the keeping in the theme of Monday's one being a day late, this one's going to be a day late as well. (laughs) So my apologies. So for this week's episode, I am chatting gaslighting, which is something that someone sent in to me asking how to know if they're being gaslit. And I just thought, wow, what an incredible topic to discuss more broadly I know how it feels to be gaslit. I have seen others around me, friends and family being gaslit. Um, And it's really horrendous to not only have it done to you, but to watch it being done to other people. It's a form of emotional abuse. And what it does is it's very slowly and gradually eats away at your ability to make judgments and to perceive the situation at hand and to perceive what's going on and to perceive reality. And The thing is with gaslighting is you don't even know that you're being gaslit until it's almost too late or until you're almost so deep in and you have no self-worth or you've been left or you've been cheated on or you hit rock bottom and then you can kind of see what was happening. But when you're in it, it's very, very hard to realize that you're in it, if that makes sense. So what is gaslighting? So Wikipedia tells me that gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation, which a person or a group covertly sows seeds of doubt in a targeted individual, making them question their own memory, perception or judgment, often evoking in them cognitive dissonance and other changes such as low self-esteem. So that sounds all very fancy and all these lovely big words, but what does that mean more practically and more broadly, you know, more pra- more specifically in our lives, I guess, as well? And what does it sound like? What does it sound like to be gaslit? Well, these are the common things that you've probably heard. And if you've heard many of these from a partner or a friend or a family member, then this is, chances are that you're being gaslit. It's things like you're overreacting, you need help. I didn't do that. I never said that. You're so dramatic. I was just joking. You're so sensitive. What are you even talking about? You twist things, stop imagining things and so on and so forth. If any of those sound familiar to you, yeah, then that's a pretty good indication that whatever is happening and whatever relationship dynamic you're now thinking about, um, you know, it doesn't sound like it's quite built on the mutual respect and understanding and communication and perhaps you've never even considered it before you've just heard this now or perhaps this is something that was simmering really deep down in your gut that you thought might be happening but then you kept telling yourself that you're wrong and you're there you're whoever this person is is right and you are overreacting or you are being dramatic or you are too sensitive and so you shove it even further down and think no no they must be right and I must be wrong um and maybe this is, maybe this is, you know, your first, the first insight into some awareness about what's going on, which congratulations is the first step of, I guess, acknowledging what is going on and then very slowly untangling yourself out of this web that will have you very tightly bound. So you have to very delicately and gently unravel. It can't be too dramatic because you can only imagine what would happen to the person that you're gaslighting and how they would react to you, which 
especially if there's domestic violence or any kind of yeah violence in that sense you don't want to be doing anything too drastic and quickly so what it might look like as well is a a partner who blatantly lies to you and denies actions and words even if you have proof in front in front of you and they might use things against you they might um you might be able to blatantly see that their actions and words are inconsistent but when you pull them up they tell you you're insane um they could be projecting issues onto you they could be aligning even aligning people against you so you feel like you're the odd one out i suppose there could be you know things like calling you crazy and insane and telling others that you are crazy and insane too which is whenever you're dating and you'll meet meet someone and they tell you that their partner their ex-partner or ex-partners were all crazy and insane every time you speak about one of them, that's a major red flag. And of course, there are examples where people can be a bit crazy, but if they're describing all of their ex-partners like that, then really, really question that because if you're being gaslit, you know that you're not crazy. So anyway, do keep that in mind if you're on the dating scene. Um and some other signs is that they um, they tell you everyone's lying to you. So even if you've got well-meaning friends and family who might be saying, no, this is actually what's happening, they will say, no, those people are wrong and they're lying to you. And it can also look like a partner acting like a victim when criticized and correcting everything you say. It is a form of manipulation and abuse and it's whole purpose is to make someone doubt their reality and that, I guess, bonds you even further to the person that is doubting everything around you because it makes you feel like the only consistent and real thing is the person in front of you so you're going to listen and believe everything they say which is exactly where they want you to be so this kind of behavior is really prevalent in narcissistic relationships if you've got anyone in your life like that this might be sounding familiar um and it is also so it's blatant lying it's constant cover-ups it's denying conversations or events ever happen um as i said before it's manipulating others to see you differently and what that eventually does is it just whittles down your self-esteem and your self-worth it just erodes it away and you actually begin to question what is real which sounds insane and for anyone who has an experience that you would think please you know what's going on you know you're an adult as well surely you have some grasp of what's happening to you and that would never happen to me which is probably something I might have said once upon a time or I know people listening might be thinking or um, you might even be thinking yourself but I saw this incredible quote that I wanted to share that Um, It's from an author. I'm not actually sure who this is, but her name is Maria Concilio. And she says, people would always say, I would never let anyone treat me like that. They don't realize that abuse is not always physical or outright verbal. Some abuse is more insidious and starts out slow with continuous small indiscretions until they program you to accept their bad behavior. It's punishing you with emotional distance and making you feel unworthy It's slowly ignoring your wants and needs, making you feel unloved or unimportant. It's a progressive manipulation where you ultimately find yourself wondering how you ever got in that position. And I think that sums it up so well. And that feeling of wondering how the hell did I get here? Even if you consider yourself someone that's intelligent or someone that's emotionally in tune and you can still wake up one day and say to yourself, how the hell did this happen? So if any of this sounds like you or someone you know, as I said, congratulations, awareness is the first step. 
But what's also really important is then to know what you can do from here. So if this is if you were re, if you're resonating with this, let it process, let it digest because this is a lot to take in, especially if it starts to make you question, I guess, the reality that you thought you had and the future that you thought you had. Um, but what you can then do from there is educate yourself. Google, Instagram has incredible resources. Then you could perhaps get some outside advice from friends and family or a professional and see what how they interpreted the situation what they've been thinking and feeling and I I can guarantee you that will be very illuminating and then I want you to really try and reconnect with your intuition because I'm sure you'll know deep down that you're not crazy and what you're saying is correct even though you've been led to believe that and you kind of want to believe it because it's almost easier to believe that um you'll know deep down that it's not quite right and there's something unsettled and you've just shoved it really far down that you don't even want to address it or think about it. Well, this is the time to be thinking and feeling it. Um, Also, don't confront because what's the point? They'll just shoot it down, especially if it's someone that um, you're scared of or is dangerous. Absolutely, of course, you would never confront and say anything. But even if it's not to that degree, if it's just if it is someone that is emotionally abusive, um, there's just no point bringing up and saying this is what you do to me because they're never going to sit down and say yes, you're right, I have been gaslighting you. So instead, write it down, journal it, talk to people about how you're feeling, and then begin to affirm your self worth with affirmations and begin telling yourself that you are worthy and you are loved and you deserve and you are important and you your voice should be heard and what you're and you know. And and you, you are intelligent and you are smart and you are funny and all the things that you've been made to believe that you're not, start reminding yourself of that. Even if it feels like a lie initially and you feel like when you're saying it that you're just talking absolute turkey, keep going because it is true. You know it's true. Everyone around you knows it's true. Just keep saying it and eventually, very eventually, you'll get to a point that you actually rewire your brain and start believing it. And then the last thing is knowing that this isn't your problem. What they've been doing and saying to you isn't your fault. It can be really easy to take it on as you've done something wrong or this was some fault of you. This is all the other person who clearly has a lot of issues that they need resolving um, and they need help with as well. And you just happen to be in their firing line, I guess. So it's, it, and it takes a long time to finally come to the conclusion that this isn't about you and this isn't your problem. And then finally, think about whether this is the kind of relationship slash friendship that you want. Is this bringing you value into your life? What is this meaning to you? Even if that means that you do have children, is this meaning that your children are growing up watching this dynamic play out in front of them? Is this the kind of future that you want? You know, we're now living until our, estimated to live until our mid-80s. Is this the kind of life that you want until your mid-80s to 90s? Really get really clear on what, whether this this treatment and this behavior and this dynamic aligns with how you see yourself and your life in the future. And I'm sure it probably doesn't. And then if it doesn't, work out steps to try and remove yourself from that situation and it can be done and you will be okay but um you know you have to be really safe and cautious about this and of course um you know put put yourself first at the end of the day and know that you are worth leaving a toxic situation i do want to finish with this as well and it's to forgive yourself and i know that can be really hard to do um because ultimately we blame ourselves for this people 
projecting this behavior onto us. But you have to forgive yourself and you have to forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know until you lived through it. And you have to honor your path and trust your journey and know that all of this is designed to help you learn and grow and evolve and become the person that you're supposed to be. And to, you know, there will be so many gifts along the way that you're being given, even in the murkiest, darkest, most horrible times, there is stuff that you are learning that you never would have learned otherwise. And there are gifts that are coming to you. Um, in the form perhaps of the incredible relationship you might have with your children or um, re- acknowledging the sh- inner strength that you never even realized you had. There will be little, little signposts along the way. You just have to keep an eye out for them because I assure you and I promise you they will be there and you will heal. You will heal and I can't suggest a good therapist enough to help you do that because you are worth it and you are worth that time and money and energy into healing yourself and getting yourself through it so i hope this helps i hope this midweek squeeze helped i'm so sorry for all the noises in the background my son is playing with his cars and he's staring at me thinking i'm about to get cross at him um uh i just yeah i just thought i'd keep it real this week i couldn't be bothered you know trying to get my mum to look after him while i recorded this for 20 minutes i just thought let's just do it let's just get it out there most of the people that listen to this usually uh, actually have kids so I'm sure you all appreciate it and understand and it just is what it is and it's a crazy insane time so please be taking care of yourself taking care of your mental health a really fun thing we've been doing actually is like around midday every day while I'm Fox FM in Melbourne and I know that it's the it's the um oh, I can't remember what the network's called around Australia anyway I'm sure you can figure it out Fox FM 101.9 in Melbourne does this like um, mashup of songs for about half an hour, 40 minutes. And we've just been blasting the music every day at that time and dancing all around the house. And it feels so good and it is so much fun. And Ollie just loves every minute of it. And it's a bit of a workout. It's a bit of fun. And it gets those happy endorphins, happy, happy hormones flooding your body and makes you, you know, mixes up that energy. It makes you feel like everything's going to be okay, which it is one day, eventually, if we can ever leave the house. <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys. If this chat is something that you would want someone to listen to, someone that you know to listen to, please share it. I'd be so appreciative. Um, if, As always, you can find me at Elizabeth O'Neill. I'm around to answer questions or just have a chat or just say hello. If not, I will be back in your phones on Monday. I assure you I'll be back on Monday unless everything corrupts and goes to shit. But no, 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 it won't do that. And, um, you know, if as I always say, if you have a moment to screenshot this and put this on your story and tag me, that'll help other people click on it who might, you know, be interested in what it's all about. And also leaving five stars, um, leaving a review and hitting subscribe helps boost the, boost the analytics or boost the podcast in the ranking system. And that helps other people find the podcast some of which might really need to hear this kind of content. So thank you again, stay well, and I'll be chatting to you soon. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.